Welcome to today's episode where I'm going to be sharing with you one of the main physical reasons that also go into the emotional reasons why you are binge eating. So stay tuned. Welcome to Stop Binging and Start Living. And from the title, this is exactly what I'm going to be helping you through this series in this podcast, through nourishment, movement, and mindset. Because when you understand where these habits are coming from and how to actually create a change, a positive change for the long term, you can start living your life today by creating a life free from binge eating. So I am so excited to have you here and let's dive in to today's episode. Very often when we're struggling with our food habits, let it be binge eating, stress eating, or emotional eating, we keep focusing on the eating part. And trust me, even when I was struggling with it, I kept focusing so much on the eating part. However, no matter what I was trying, I wasn't able to truly shift my relationship with food and help me create a healthier mindset and body. This is why today I want to talk to you about something that is healthy in small doses. However, in big doses can be quite problematic. And again, I am not talking about food. I am talking about stress. Because stress in small amounts is actually crucial for human survival. However, when we have a high impact, high amount of stress in our day-to-day, it actually impacts so many different things in our body and in our mind and in our environment that actually will open up the door to turning to food in these stressful moments. So do stay tuned because I really want to talk about this. And why I am so keen to talk about this is because my name is Dina Merby. I am a health and wellness coach. And my aim through this podcast series or YouTube trainings, if you're watching them here over on YouTube, will actually help you better understand the multifaceted aspect behind your eating habits. Very often we focus on food. We focus on cutting certain foods. We focus on maybe hypnosis. However, there are so many different reasons why every single person has stress eating or binge eating or emotional eating reasons. And the more you actually go through all this podcast and the different information that I'm sharing with you, you'll be able to better understand why one way does not work, but really creating, how can I say, like a box of tools to help you create a change regarding your relationship with your food and as well with your body and your relationship with your body. This is why I want to talk about stress today because again, food can be stressful. But the reason I want to talk about stress is because we are living in a very high-paced society. And very often we put too many things on our shoulders, right? We feel like we can do it all. We have so much ease between social media, between the internet, between the phone, that we try to do it all. We try to multitask. However, that can actually create a high stress response that becomes kind of your normal baseline every single day. And that actually opens up the door to binge eating. And let me explain why. Small doses of stress is completely healthy, right? If you see, for example, a car coming towards you, your stress response comes in, it kind of kicks up your adrenaline and you run away from harm's way. But very often we have all these emotional stressors. Example, if we are in an abusive environment or relationship, or let it be we keep repeating a certain scenario in our head, putting our body back to where it was when it went through this maybe traumatic or stressful situation. We try to kind of do it all by turning to different unhealthy habits to keep it up and as well creating kind of what we have in the society of trying to do it all and putting a smile on our face and you know not telling anyone that we need help because God forbid we ask for help from anybody. 
And why stress in this kind of chronic, which is long-term state is actually quite problematic, is that when you have long-term stress, you are for the long-term releasing cortisol. Cortisol is a hormone that is actually released from your adrenal glands. And cortisol, again, in small amounts, it is needed to be able to deal with those short-term stressors. However, when you have stress for a long period of time, it means you have cortisol being released for a long period of time. And cortisol, you might be like, okay, I have cortisol, so it will go down. It doesn't go down that easily. Because if you're stressed every single day with this imaginary stress, with always, how can I say this? And some people are creating this kind of self defeating anxiety of planning for the worst case scenario or trying to do it all or not being able to have to catch your breath or taking care of yourself to be able to take care of everybody, there's a high level of cortisol happening in your system. Other than it does create a negative impact on your health, diabetes, inflammation, heart disease, sleep issues, so many things. But let's talk about how it impacts your eating. Because when cortisol is high and it stays high for a long time, it actually impacts your appetite your blood sugar level, and as well, your cravings. Mm -hmm. So when I talk about it impacts your appetite, it actually increases your hunger. It actually wakes up your hunger hormone. So it actually boosts the hunger and actually suppresses your fullness hormone. So when you're very high stress and you're like, I need to eat, there is a reason because there's a physical response happening that your hunger hormone has come up because it's like, I need calories. There's something happening. It's the end of the world. I need to energize. I need to do my storage. I need to kind of fatten up in a certain way to deal with whatever the stressor is. And as well, it, you feel like you're so hungry and you feel sometimes like you're never full. You feel like you're a bottomless pit because your fullness hormone was suppressed by cortisol. It's like a squirrel getting ready for winter. Let's pack it all in. Let's pack it all in because I don't know when I'm going to be eating again. Or like a bear when it's hibernating. It's eating, eating, eating to get ready. So when you're going through the stress and high cortisol, you're eating, eating, eating to get ready. But there isn't a car coming after you or an animal chasing you. There isn't like anything stressful in that certain way that you have to be in such high alert. And you need to kind of stock up your body. This is why when you're living in a high-stress state, that cortisol, that's why you always feel like you're always hungry and never full. The second thing as well that cortisol does is that it's not just going to increase your hunger and like kind of nullify your uh, fullness. It's going to send the signals of what can I eat that will give me the highest level of energy in a short amount of bites. What is it? Carbs and sugar and fat. You are craving these foods for a physiological reason. There are as well other reasons why we get triggered and we go for these foods that we kind of sometimes label as forbidden, and we'll cover that in episodes. But I also want you to understand that it's a physical response. You are so hungry, your body's kind of getting ready to deal with whatever stressors happening, and you'll be craving more carbs, more sugar, and more fat. That's why your cravings go up for these types of food. Even though you tell yourself, no, 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 I'm going to have a fruit. I'm going to have a carrot. I'm going to have a lettuce. You know, like that's not where your body's going because your body's like, this is, you know, survival mode. There's so much stress. The cortisol like running high 
I need to eat, 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 and to stock up. And on top of that, it affects your blood sugar levels. So then you have all this high carbs, high sugar, your blood sugar goes up, and then your blood sugar goes down, it crashes. And when you go on that blood sugar roller coaster that I talked in past episodes, you'll end up getting this kind of like, I'm eating a lot of carbs and sugar, like, yay, and then you crash. And when you crash, what is the easiest way to go back right up? Carbs and sugar and fat. You're going on that big roller coaster. This is why when you look in terms of binge eating, stress eating, emotional eating, the reason why you're going for certain foods, there's a physical reason behind it. It's not a lack of willpower. It is because there's a physical reason cortisol is being released when you're stressed and that actually creates all this change. And again, why are those foods tempting? Other than stocking up your system, these actually as well release happy hormones at the same time, such as serotonin. So when we have kind of like the carbs and the sugar, it kind of makes us happier. It kind of lifts our mood and it stops the negative emotion because stress, there is a physical response, like I talked about, which is your cortisol, but there is the emotional response. Being in fight or flight, this is too overwhelming. You're getting anxiety, you're getting stressed, you're getting depressed from all this. So you need to kind of auto-medicate yourself and you go for the foods that create that physical happy sensation which is your carbs your sugar and your fat so again there is a reason why we are turning to certain foods if we just say i need to have just more control i need to kind of not have these foods at home you're kind of like just putting a little band-aid on a broken leg we need to treat what is happening under the bandit. And stress is a big thing. You can balance your blood sugar like we talked about in past episodes. You can kind of focus on all these other things, lifestyle changes. But if you are living in a high stress state every single day, you're always going to be going back to the response, the coping mechanism the emotions and you're going to go back to physically how your body is able to deal with this cortisol that's elevated turning to food now don't despair <laughs> we can break free from this but it's not by just like positive thinking i'm just gonna get this done no one thing that i realized with stress is that we are not taught as a society to feel our emotions to go through the emotion, to accept the emotion, to release the emotion. We are not taught that. We are taught you have a pain, you take a drug. You're bored, social media. You don't like something, you throw it out. We're very into a fast-paced society of just, let me just change, disregard, replace, go, 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 instead of sitting with the emotion. For example, when we're young, what happens when we scrape our knee or we're not feeling good? What do we do? Like, oh, you're not, come, I'll, I'll get you an ice cream. Let's go have a dessert. That's going to lift your mood up. So from a young age, we turn to food. When kids want to express their emotions and they're not really sure how to express their emotions and not being heard, physiologically, they end up understanding that when I eat this food, it makes me feel good. So I don't need to talk about the emotions, but there isn't a platform for people to listen to me and to just listen to me. Because we keep rubbing it off, you know, 
be a tough kid, boys don't cry, girls are nice, don't reply back, don't be too loud. We have all these labels as we're growing up that makes us get suffocated with our emotions. So when you have all this emotion bundled up on the inside, we can't just bundle it up without nullifying. So we tend to nullify it with food, but the emotion is still there. So when we're talking about the stress response, it comes in two ways. When we have a stressful situation, yes, the cortisol is being released, there's those cravings coming in, but as well as stress can relate, can um, cause an emotional reaction, an emotional feeling that as well, that kind of like doubles the impact that we're going to use food to self-soothe, to auto-medicate, to self-medicate. So with all this, we're going to be talking more and more in terms of how can we feel through the emotion, heal through the emotion, recover through the emotion. And not just say, well, we're depressed, let's do this, that, and the other. No, we need to actually create space, a safe space to feel that emotion. And very often a safe space is actually much better to be done in a community or with a coach and a mentor that has gone through what you're going through. To be able to be there, to listen, and to create that space of openness, not in advice mode, but in terms of it is okay and it is safe to talk about what you're feeling. And I create that a lot with my clients. Had a client a few weeks ago saying, you create such a safe space that I can talk about what I'm going through. And that is the aim of working with a coach or mentor to create that space so that you are able to voice what you are going through because it is completely normal what you are feeling. Everybody has emotions and feelings, but we keep stuffing it down and not being able to talk it out. That's all we need sometimes to just talk it out. So with all that in mind, thinking about the stress is saying, okay, how can I every single day create a shift so not as saying that's it, like I'm going to ban those foods and they're not going to be tempting anymore. No, no, no. We need to do some self-work to help us through this. And I'm going to give you some pointers. So if you're listening in or watching here, make sure that you grab a pen and a paper and take all those notes or always make sure you can always re-listen to it and taking your time. So step number one, how to manage eating when you're stressed. So you're stressed, you're emotional, you're anxious, you're hungry, you want to eat. Step number one, acknowledge that your stress might be triggering your cravings and your hunger. It's okay. Saying, oh my God, I am hungry because I'm stressed. Sitting down and acknowledging it, creating space for it is step number one. Because remember, you are human. And the first step creating awareness to know that how you are feeling is completely okay. And that you created this habit of I'm feeling an emotion, I'm going straight to food. Let's bring awareness to it. Whenever you feel like you're, you're hungry, you want to go for eat, take a step, stay where you are, actually. Don't even have to take a, take a step back. Stay where you are and saying, okay, I am feeling hungry. Oh, I'm stressed. Or this person said this to me. Like, okay, let me acknowledge that this environment, this stress response, this person is creating this hunger in me. Number two, I want you to ask yourself, am I stressed? Am I anxious? Am I hungry? Am I tired? Am I bored? Putting a word to what you are feeling because people feel stress in very different ways. But being able to put a word to it is very important because you'll be able to understand what are the emotions linked to the stress that turn food as the go-to. 
Number three, I want you to journal on this. So yes, I'm not saying you're not allowed to eat. You're always allowed to eat. But I want to create some space between that craving and the moment you eat. A space to breathe. Remember, we're talking about space. Space to feel our emotions. Space to talk about our emotions. Space to breathe. So I want you at that moment just to grab like a sheet of paper and just write the emotions that are popping up. Because we tend to forget what emotions we were feeling. And by being able to just kind of write them down, you're like, okay, I am feeling this emotion. This happened. The stressor happened. And now I want to feel like eating. Okay. We acknowledge it. Again, creating space to acknowledge what you are going through as a human being. If you're comfortable with this, the next step, I ask my clients to do a pattern interrupt activity. So pattern interrupt is to shift your focus. Again, we're going to be eating later. We're not cutting that out, but it's creating that distance, that space between the thought and the eating. So it's when we talk about pattern interrupt, do something to shift your mood, shift a change. So for example, it could be go take a shower, go brush your teeth, go for a walk, talk to a funny friend. Um, if you need to like put your clothes away, go unfold your clothes. If you want to listen to like a 10 minute motivational YouTube video, go listen. If you want to re-listen to this podcast when you're going through this, listen back to this podcast or listen, watch it through the video. Giving yourself again that space to help the ashes of the stress fall down. Because again, stress will never stay high. Sometimes we have to just give it that space so it can go back down on its own. We don't need to treat it automatically. Let it go back down. So you can set a timer, just five minutes, up to 15 minutes. Give yourself a little pattern interrupt. Say, okay, I'm creating the space. I'm going to do something else. If I'm still hungry after, I'm going to eat again. It's okay. We will never restrict eating. Again, we're going to bring back the, um, yeah, so we take a shower, take a walk. If the hunger is still there, you've done all these activities, you're like, Dina, I'm still hungry. I need to eat. Okay. Then before you go into the kitchen, I want you to choose what you're going to eat. Not opening up the drawers and seeing what pops up. I want you to choose foods that combine, that help you with your blood sugar stability. So pick the foods that you're going to be having. Go and get those foods in the fridge. Put them in a plate. Put them in a bowl and get out of the kitchen and sit down and eat them. This is creating mindfulness around the food that you are eating. You might be saying, I want to have a cake. Okay, have a cake with a glass of milk. You might say, I want to have fries. Okay, have some fries with cheese. You might say like, oh my God, I want to have chips. Okay, have some chips and nuts. You see, there's like a combination system to help you with the snacking. So we're not forbidding the food, but you're going through this space of awareness, of calmness, of mindfulness. So when you get to the moment that you are hungry, and it can be because your cortisol probably is high and your hunger hormone is like through the roof, taking that food and sitting down and eating it is such a win. Just, just the first step of acknowledging it is a win. Because our aim is not to prevent you from eating, is to better understand what is turning you to food. That's it. Awareness creates clarity, creates change. Again, awareness creates clarity, creates change. And after you've had your snack, I want you to sit down again and journal. 
journal how did this experience go of acknowledging you wrote your emotions you did a pattern interrupt you had your snack how do you feel How's your emotion? If it was like 10 on 10 when you first started, where's your stress level right now? The more you create this slowness, this awareness, this clarity, that's what's going to create changing in your habits to turn to food when you're stressed. Again, cortisol can increase that hunger. Totally understandable. When you give yourself a little bit that time to decompress, and if every single day you're able to bring activities that decompress your stress level, you will never have that cortisol that is like through the roof every single day. It is all within your control. We don't want to control our body to force it a certain way. We want to better understand what are the triggers and bring in habits consciously to help calm those stressors. That's why I love in terms of this exercise of helping you kind of see your eating habits as a different way, not just focusing on the food, but focusing on the pre-pre-triggers turning you to food, that there's a physical reason, the cortisol hormone, and then there's an emotional reason, the anxiety and the stress and the depression that we've just self-medicated ourselves to turn to food because we're too scared to feel the emotion because we never had the space. Nobody created the space for us as we're growing up. And then we didn't create space for ourselves to say we are human beings, we are emotional beings, and it is okay sometimes to feel down, sometimes to feel anxious, for something to bother us. It is okay. We can't always be happy, putting up a great smile, and then stuffing our emotions down, especially people that are, that are people, people pleasers. Everything's always a smile. But what's happening with you? So creating that space with this exercise is actually very crucial. And the more you can bring it in, can bring this in every single day every time that you're hungry take okay am i going through a stress am i hungry let me journal on it is there an emotion coming out let me do a little bit of an activity to see where it is oh i am hungry i'm gonna have a meal i'm gonna have a snack i'm gonna journal on it all that creates mindfulness in your day-to-day and this is why we very often talk about only food with stress eating because there's a word eating but remember, eating is a coping mechanism. It's a response to something else that is happening on the inside or on the outside. So I would love to know what are your key takeaways? Whatever you're, that came out from that, you can comment right below. If you're watching this over on YouTube, you can send me a message over on all my social media. And if you do like this episode, make sure to share it to somebody that you think is going to be beneficial to them because my aim here is to help you understand little by little the different facets of what it helps us as human beings becoming normal eaters. Normal eating, being safe with food, being safe with ourselves, and being safe with our health. So do make sure you share this with somebody that you think would be beneficial. And don't forget to connect with me over on social media. So on that note, you have some homework here. Make sure that you re-listen, write them down, Put the post-it anywhere that's visible so you can always remember that this homework is always there for you whenever you need it. Dina Mayer be here. I wish you a beautiful and a balanced day and I'll catch you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. However, before you go, I would truly appreciate if you can leave a review regarding this podcast. My mission is to really help people understand how to help themselves stop binging and start living through the information I am sharing right here. 
And as well, do not forget, follow me over on social media, stop binging and start living. And as well, don't hesitate to ask your questions because they can be part of the next episode. On that note, I wish you a beautiful and a balanced day.